Yo, what's up, guys? It's the Music Corner. Riffs to 808s here. We're like we're live now. We're doing this live and together in person. It's crazy. Uh, I'm Nate. I am Trent, and this is my basement, by the way. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sebastian. I'm also basement. Hello, basement. Anyway, today we're back. We got more albums. We got new music that came up both today and then the past month and all. So we're gonna get off right into it, and we're gonna start off with the new uh, KSI album. Uh, I don't have the title of that at the moment. Do you remember? Dissimulation. Dissimulation. Uh, Sebastian, I'm going to let you take this one first. Okay, big bet. So, uh, I have my notes right here, so you see me looking at my leg. Um, you should probably you know. go get my, I should probably get my notes. You probably should. But, um, so basically, I've never listened to KSI before. I've, I've known him basically because I wanted him to beat the crap out of uh, Logan Paul, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, whoever whoever wanted to fight. The greatest I, box match ever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know that whole thing, but I didn't know he was a rapper whatsoever, and I'm very glad I actually have... And I'm glad I actually listened to him. Um, you know, he has some great intensity with his voice. Uh, he has a very kind of low, bassy kind of uh, rapper style, and I really think it fits well with the kind of, like, you know, t- testosterone-filled kind of just lashing out kind of rap you know it's very straightforward the flow is very great um you know kind of lost some quality towards the end but honestly i'll forgive that because the rest of the album overall is pretty good um i gave this one a seven out of ten you know the features aren't the best but ksi himself definitely holds through with this and i want to check him out sooner Okay, there we go. Um, so, uh, what are you saying? Oh no! I accidentally muted it. I pressed the button oh, there nice. and I muted. It. No, it's good though. So, KSI, I remember that like he was uh, doing like rap songs and all, but it was like back when um he was doing diss tracks, and it was like it was nothing to like write home about. It's a YouTube, diss track. YouTube diss tracks. YouTube, yeah. YouTube beef, you know. But this um, garbage. Seriously, <laughs> but um, I didn't know he was actually gonna make an album because like he did put out something like prior, but it was like a um. It was like a split album, I guess. I don't even know anything about it, but I just heard it was a split. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But this is his actual, like, full, you know, full-length, I think, debut album. And it wasn't like, okay, it's not the greatest album in the world, but I can say from a YouTuber and, I guess, boxer, you know, he's a three-in-one combo, uh, it wasn't bad. It was, like, it was a pretty good start for him. But, like I said, it's nothing I would, like, listen to again, unfortunately, just because, like, you know... There was nothing that stuck out to me. It's something I could, like, easily hear from any other rapper. But um, he had some good features on there, though. Like, I think he had, like, what, like, Rick Ross on there. He had, uh... Yeah, we haven't yeah. heard him in a while. Right, and, like, he got him. <laughs> and uh, uh, Trippy Red was on there, too. Like, uh, I think Lil Pump was on there. Uh, and it was, it was like, it was some known people. It was some known people. But, which I have to give credit for. Like, that's, those are some, like, you know, good features to have. But, I mean... It was nothing to write home about. I don't have too much else to say about it, but, I mean, it's a good start, and it can definitely be, like, you know, you can take, you know, criticisms he gets from it and, like, you know, do better with it for his future releases, so that's what I gotta say about it. I didn't like it. Alright, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, the features were good. I didn't even I made it, like, this through, like, the third song, maybe. And I listened to the deluxe uh, version of it. I don't know if there was a regular version. There, yeah. There yeah. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I listened to, like, the deluxe and the regular just so I can Yeah, get, like, I, li- well, I listened to the deluxe. And what song are we talking about? Poppin'? 
pop yeah pop whatever Poppin'. and i was like i get to the end of the album i'm like what i'm like this song is on here again it's literally the same song it's, it, it says remix the only yeah. remix part of it is that there's another rapper on there because it starts the same I it's, the, the it's literally the thing. exact same song except for one other rappers on there if you're gonna have a remix go like you know corn did with skrillex if you want a remix y- y'all want a single we're going there <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of artists do that, you know, where they uh, basically include other artists to sing a couple verses of the same song. Like, I know The Struts, a band I really admire, uh, for a song like um, Body Talks, they had Kesha come in for about, like, a couple of verses, and they did a couple harmony parts and stuff like that. You know, I'm not a big fan of that concept, but at the same time, like, I don't think it should take up a whole space on an album. Right. Was it was that, was that labeled a remix, though? Yeah. Oh well, that no, see, that's not a remix. A remix to me is if you take the song and like you, you make it a new song. Like you actually you remix it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's you know what I'm saying. Corning, Corning, like what the weekend did with uh, his deluxe album. He like remixed. Yeah, that was a complete. Or like if you if you're talking about like if you're talking about a remix (laughs) in like old album terms when they remix it, like you you got multiple versions of the word remix that you can use. Mm-hmm. Like like they how they remixed Injustice for All to actually include a bass. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Subscribe but no. To the bass channel. <laughs> the bass. No, I uh, I don't know. It, it didn't didn't do anything for me. I mean, it's KSI. I don't really like KSI anyway. But I mean, his ra- his rapping, like you said, Sebastian, like the low bassy mm-hmm. kind of rap. I didn't mind it. Uh, but the music as a whole, nah. I mean, it's not my style. I have I know I have like no reason to talk because like. The other person that we have on here, I actually like. So, <laughs> right, yeah, right. And we'll get to him in a moment here. But uh, the next one, which uh, I'm not even, I wasn't even too like into, is the uh, new Gravedigger album. You want me to go first then? Yes, I will let you do this one because I, mm-mm. I was the one who picked this one. Uh, I've been a big fan of uh, Gravedigger for a while. Uh, after I heard, because uh, I don't know if if you guys are listening to us on Spotify and like anybody who has Spotify, you know the Discover Weekly. Uh, that is the greatest thing ever. Please. Every Monday or Sunday or whenever it gets redone, listen to the Discover Weekly because it gives you some good shit. That's how I found out about Gravedigger. That's how I found out about uh, a lot of bands, actually. Um, and also this uh, this album's called uh, Fields of Blood. Yes, Fields of Blood. Um, the song, I got started with Gravedigger uh, from the song uh, The Clans Are Marching, which is a good song. Uh, they are a power metal band, so... If you don't like power metal, like Nate, Nate doesn't really like power no, metal. I don't. Uh, Sebastian and I do. I'm I'm the power metal guy here. <laughs> um, but no, I I like this album. There's like a a good ten minute. I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know what to. What do you call them? Like when it's like a, it's a longer. Like, oh, like a ballad. Oh yeah. A metal ballad, not like you know, uh, "Take Me Home" by Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> um, but no, it was good. I I love. Uh, they've used bagpipes. Uh, most of their entire career um and i'm a big fan of like bagpipes and I'm, I, I like the the folky style that some bands bring like copaclani or like um who do we have on their nature uh human nature what the heck were they oh nightwish nightwish yeah, yeah. yeah. nightwish they had they had kind of a folky tone uh or cavalier attack they also had a folky tone it's like that like, that, like the I, I guess you could say like nordic influences yeah. Um, almost. That's what I like. Or well, bagpipes is Scottish, but you get what I mean—the European uh, influences there. And I, I like the album. I, I really do, uh, especially that ten-minute ballad thing. Um, most of the album, like Nate and I were talking about earlier, um, 
like there's an intro that intro song is like a common herd bagpipe uh that fuck i'm I'm geeking out here, you know. Yeah, it's like a song. Like it's yeah, yeah. It's it's just a big bagpipe song that it's people the play. Bagpipe rip, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Tap on a bagpipe. Um, no, but it's. I mean, it's just get the album started, you know. But it's. I liked it. I really did. Uh, Sebastian, you want to take it? Yeah, I'm sure. We'll go to Nate's perspective in a bit here. Yeah, it's big. Get ready. <laughs> so. I'm a huge fan of power metal. Um, you know, one of my favorite performers ever is, of course, Rob Halford, you know, from Judas Priest fame. And I just really enjoy just the overzealous nature of power metal. You know, the fact... Sorry, I want to interrupt here. Um, if you look, I think it's still on there. On Wikipedia, it says Judas Priest is blues rock. I don't know if it's still the same. Blues rock. I mean, technically, if you look at, like, some of his, like, early, uh, early, early stuff. Yeah, but, like, it's just funny. Because, like, so, some people, like, yeah, they're classified as, like, the original yeah. power. They're actually my favorite Christian grindcore group. I mean, to be honest, the Stripe, Simpsons... Striper is a great Christian band. Dude, band. the Simpsons, they called them death metal. So if, that's, if that says something to you, I don't know why. Like, we're, I know... We're going to have death metal coming up here in a bit here when I... Uh, to my uh, album. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. But yeah, so overall, like the uh, kind of like the crowd chants mixed with the chugs really do add a lot of atmosphere. Of course, a lot of power metal does this where they have the, like the oh, and it's like all you you know, in the background or something like that, like a nice like chugging beat going on. And not to mention the drummer in this group, man, I swear that guy's on a fucking pogo stick the whole time, because it's just so fucking bouncy. Yeah. Like, it, it reminds me of, it, 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 that's where, like, you know? Warbringer got their roots. Yeah. Like, Jesus. a lot of, uh, a lot of power metal drummers, they, uh, they tend to pretty much sit on a freaking pogo stick the whole time whenever they're playing, yeah, the, the double you know. Kick just goes, oh, yeah, it's just like, it's Sabaton has a pretty phenomenal drummer, too. And I also have to mention, too, um, the bass in this album gets a little bit of shine, too. I like I, I kind of, like, mixed, like, other stuff out so I can really emphasize it more. Because I kind of heard it in one song. I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Let me, like, let me emphasize this and take this out real quick. And, um, you know, basically... Uh, oh, wait. There it is. <laughs> we, have all, we have all of our basses in line, but... Um, basically. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> overall, you know, uh the drums, like I said, it was great and I, I, I love power metal singers' voices because they range from, you know, those those sky high you know, to like the very like, you know, crazy like trembly, like uh like kind of groggy lows. You know what I'm talking about? Where well, it's the yeah. more raspy voices. Yeah, like a lot of power metal is European too. Yeah. So it's like you have that accent in there, which mm-hmm. makes it kind a of little like, bit more raspy. A little bit more raspy, like Joaquin Broden. I mean, the man rolls his R's more than most of my Puerto Rican family. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that's all. I, I gave this album a good old uh, eight out of ten as well. Um, really enjoyed it. So I, you know, I want to hear more from them. I'll probably do a little bit, of, you know, searching for them after podcast ends. Are marching heavy metal breakdown. Two oh, yeah. songs. I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's not that I didn't. Okay, it's not like I don't respect them or anything at all. It's just I don't like power metal, and like, there's many reasons why. For like some reason, I don't just like th- that chanting that we talked about and all. Like, where uh, it was like the whole like that. I, 
You know what's funny is like when I think of that, I think of SpongeBob in that one episode where they're like, "Yo ho, yo ho, near the hooks I'll never go." Like I just oh. I think of that, and it's just it's funny to me, and I don't <laughs> I don't I don't care for it. So, oh, we're getting the per- Perrier. We're getting the Perrier. The Perrier that. action's going on. We're not sponsored, but if they want to, <laughs> please call us up, Perrier. I please. Would love that. that would be a great sponsor. Also, Doctor Squatch. Doctor Squatch too. Yes, that would be right. Got to get right. the green. Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I just didn't care that much for the album. I I very quickly lost interest. I mainly did it for Sebastian and Trent because I know those are my power metal boys, and like you got to represent everybody here. Um, so that's all I'm really gonna say about it. Simple to the point. Didn't really care for it. However, this next album though uh, is by a band that I have known for a little bit now. Uh, it's Currents and their new album, The Way It Ends. So, this is their second full-length album, uh, coming off of their uh, technically their EP, which was uh, I Let the Devil In, which was a very solid EP, and coming off also like their debut album, The Place I Feel Safest, which was like. Ooh, that was one of my like top albums of uh, 2017. But uh, the way it ends, uh, it, it I feel like it kind of picks up off of uh, the place I feel safest, especially with the album cover. Which uh, if you look closely, it's like uh, two guys like jumping off into like what looks like like you know some kind of like tsunami or vortex, I guess you could say. But uh, in the album cover, the place I feel safest is uh, it's like there's a guy behind him and like, he's got a knife. He's like holding a knife behind his back and like, he's going to the guy who's sitting off the ledge. And now this one, they're all jumping off the ledge. So I don't know. I feel like there's something like behind that. I just think it's like really cool. Right, I'm gonna look that up right now. Yeah. Look at it. It's like really cool. But both albums like have just that similar uh, style to it, but, uh, it's not the cure. Thank you. It's not the cure. No, but, um, yeah, no, this album was, like, really good. They had more singing on here than the uh, first one, I feel like. It might have been a little bit e- uh, equal, but I felt like there was a little bit more singing, or at least the singing was a little bit better since the first album. Uh, just because, like, I enjoyed that more than even, like, the screaming. Although, I mean, like, songs like Poverty of Self and, like, Second Skin. Say, man, the screaming was dude, spot on. That man. was good, right? And, like, the little pig squeals things he was doing. That was, like, that was good, too. He was, like, well, it was like it wasn't like the rain. It was the yeah, that's, that's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, it was the <laughs> but like it was good. It was like really tight, and there was really not a single song off this album I didn't like. So I mean, I'm just, that's good. Like you know, I think the most unique one was Origin though, because that one kind of had like an electro vibe to it, which was yeah. that was a little different than like their other stuff and all. I'm what, okay with it. Oh yeah, me too. Like that's like how I felt with like uh, Heaven Shell Burns' uh, La Resistance song. It was like literally like the whole like. I was like, oh, this is cool. This this is different from the album, but I like it. So yeah, overall, I think I gave it an eight and a half. I gave it an eight and a half out of ten, and um, it's up there with their debut album. But I think the debut album is still a little bit better, but still, good album. Gotta appreciate it. Take us away, Trent. But uh, I'm hope- I'm not gonna mute it. Don't mute. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good I, I think I gave it like a 7 out of 10 uh, I probably like the debut album a lot more yeah uh, it's probably a little bit more of my taste but I didn't mind it at all um, I had to drive for 4 hours today so I listened to literally all these albums today except for the Gravedigger one <laughs> Gravedigger like I'm on it I, I was on that shit I literally as I sent it to you guys I was like we're listening to the, you knocked over Oh, we revealed it. My cover. Exposed. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, I liked it. Um, it was good. Definitely 
Like I know that's that's your that realm. Is, that's my realm. That's your realm of metal. Uh, but I I delve into there sometimes, literally just from Nate. I dabble into metalcore on his Snapchat stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I'm looking at this. If anybody wants to know what my tattoo is, it's the. Uh, <laughs> it's a Destiny Hunter. Symbol. He's just trying to flex. Don't worry about it. I am. I don't have to flex. I got people most. Um, it's been a while since we've done a video, so I'm sorry about this. We're just admiring ourselves. <laughs> admiring ourselves. Yeah. Oh, we got. I got, uh, I got you. Oh. We got Jimmy in the background. Um, but no, I, yeah, the album was good. I liked it. No, I had nothing really bad to say. Um, yeah. yeah. Smashing. Take okay. it away. Don't mute it. I will not. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so with currents, I also side note. There are so many metalcore bands with water as titles. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Currents, uh, Waves, um, like... Is just, Waves a band? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I've, then there's... um Waves. But... Just like, there's... I don't know, for some reason, anything the aquatic. metal... <laughs> anything aquatic. You know, I don't, I don't know. I guess global warming because the sea levels are rising, so I, um. I guess... <laughs> so, uh... You know, going back into actual Currents, the band, um, I, I liked it. Uh, the screaming was very reminiscent of me of, like, Corey Taylor's mids. I, uh, you know, that's the best way I can kind of describe the mids of the singer. Are we jerking off Corey Taylor again? Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> Are we loudwire? Are we loudwire? That man is probably strung out at at this point to the point where he can't have a kid ever again. Are so. we inviting Dying Desolation back? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, with... With Currents, I would say the only part that kind of lost it for me, I, I don't know, like, I, I know there should be slower songs for metal bands so they can kind of expose more, like, uh, just talent and just, like, that, like, clean sound. But overall, I, I don't know, the clean voice, I can leave or stay, I, I don't know. It's It really doesn't do much for me. I still gave this album an 8 out of 10, you know. It's just the singing itself wasn't the best uh, to me, but the screaming was phenomenal, and the instrumentation also kept a pretty damn good uh, intensity along with the vocals, mm -hmm. and they really worked off of each other very well, and not to mention, you did kind of feel like, you know, you're jumping into that mass whirlpool, like, if you're, I, I listened to this one, like, you know, early this morning, because I, I work, like, third shift, so I was, like, walking around with my big-ass headphones on, pushing around a cart, you know, doing deliveries and shit. You still those big bows. Yeah, I yeah. still, I, I wear those at work every day, like, I, I don't care, you know? It's like, that's what I imagined, like, this is... <laughs> oh, they're, I mean, they're soundproof, and they also, like, they also help the sound a lot more, and I can mix things properly and have it sound amazing, but... Um, sorry, Bose. If you want to sponsor me, go ahead. Um, we just want sponsors. That's yeah, it. <laughs> that's all. Uh, but with with Currents, you know, I I, I liked it. Uh, I'll, I'll dabble a little bit more with their works, and I I really want to see what the future holds with them. You know, I always like to say that because you know, right now they're still kind of early in their career, so I feel like they have some room to grow and really kind of fortify the sound that they want. So yeah, overall. Eight out of ten. Right, yeah, and like they're like one of those bands too, where it's just like uh, they actually really sound good live too. Where it's like some bands, because like I know some metalcore bands are just like, eh. yeah, you just can't Do hear you anything. Or no? Me? Yeah. Oh, I've seen them like three times now, three or four times live. Yeah, they're they're solid. They're solid live. Uh, all the times they've opened though, they've never like headlined because. They're not that big enough, but, like, you know, they'll still do, like, small shows, like, Northeast here. But, yeah, so we got uh, a few more albums here to go, but before we do, let's have a word from our actual sponsor. And we're back. On to our next album here, the new Lil Yachty album, Lil Boat 3. 
Uh, I'm going to let Trent start us off with this one. I liked it. <laughs> that makes one of us. I, I know. Uh, Lil Yachty is probably like... Uh, I did not like Lil Boat 2 that much. Uh, it actually got kind of annoying after a while. Um, and if you don't know who Lil Yachty is, he was a SoundCloud rapper who got big. Um, and if you don't know the cold like uh, Sprite Soda uh, meme, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but I will admit those were like the best ads though. Those were great. Yeah, it's, it's it's based off uh, the song Minnesota off a of Lil Bo one. I love it. I think that's what it's called. Um, now I I don't mind Lil Yachty. Um, he has a lot of good features in most of his songs, uh, like this album. Like he had ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, um, Drake. Who else? The baby. The baby, and I know we talked about the baby before, uh, and how the baby is usually good with his features and not just like his songs in general. And as a feature, it was good. Because yeah. you didn't have to hear him for so long. Because I didn't have to hear. Wait a minute, who are you? Every five seconds. You know. You know. <laughs> but no, I um, I liked it. Um. Uh, I don't have. Where's my phone? I need the songs. Thank you. I have this actually open. Oh, you have it open? Yeah, lit. Um, I was prepared. Yeah. TD with uh, ASAP Rocky, Tierra Wack, Tyler the Creator. That one was good. Um, probably the best one. I probably the best. Uh, Pardon Me wasn't bad. I like Future, so. I know. I like something other than metal. Wow. Wow. Dude, you're wearing a metal shirt. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a behemoth shirt, I know. <laughs> you're a poser. I'm a poser. Oprah's bank account. Yeah. I don't know. I just, there's something about, like, when people, uh, like when you when like you're not the best rapper that people think like Lil Yachty. I know a lot of people don't like Lil Yachty, um, <laughs> but yeah, I know. <laughs> but when you have like good people to feature, like Drake, like the Bay, like people know those names. People, everybody knows Drake. I don't care who you are. Everybody knows Drake. Yeah. Or he's actually the uh, number one on Spotify right now. I'm pretty sure. Got him. It, yeah. Like everybody knows Drake, so you're like, oh, Lil Yachty, like maybe if Drake features. I know a lot of people do that, like, oh, Drake features on this song. Let me listen to it. Um, it's a weird thing that the rap community does, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing it's that they so do. Dumb. It's I, like, why would I do it? I don't get it though. It's like you know when Lizzie Hale uh, featured on the song, the oh, remake of the song "Our New World" by Dream Theater. Yeah, I was like, oh, Lizzie Hale, listen to it. Oh yeah, well, I like, like that song anyway. I would rather just listen to the whole artist anyway, like Final Mouth Women. Yeah, like or when um, I mean Kanye does it literally in every single album. He introduces a new rapper. I mean, with uh, with Monster in um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, he brought in Nicki Minaj for her first ever rap verse. You know, and not to mention she. He also brought up you guessed it, Drake, and like all these other people. I know I always mention this, but you know it's just a thing in the rap communities to kind of bring up your homies and like really like try to. Yeah, yeah, help them blow up and everything. Like, look at Kid Cudi, you know, from, you know, fame as well. And then you got uh, Eminem from Dre, uh, Dr. Dre's Dr. fame, Dre. you know. And then Ice Cube from N.W.A. Like, it's just, uh, of course, he was part of the group and just left. But, you know, everybody just bring helps, brings each other up and everything like that. And it's just, it's a common act. I, I like it, you know. Um, sometimes I don't like when artists rely too heavily on features, where they don't really show much of themselves. Like, it's, like the whole album is like... Oh, okay. My arm is Do you care if I go next then? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but I was going to say, like, that, like, the whole album is, like, a features list. Yeah. That, yeah. At, at that point, it doesn't even become your album anymore. No. 
That's a collaboration. In like, a lot of artists, like, at the, like, twilight of their career tend to do, like, big feature albums where it's, like, mostly just them with other artists they've always wanted to work with. Like, if you look at Johnny Cash, you know, at the end of his career, you know, he worked with, like, Marilyn Manson, Trent Reznor, and all <laughs> them. And The only exception I have to that is Tyler, the creator. Oh, yeah. Because he take, he took people from his group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's a little bit different. I mean, that's like Ice Cube working with Dr. Dre or something like that, which would right. never happen, but <laughs> if it ever were to. Um, I wish. Oh, dude, that would be freaking awesome. But actually going into the album review for Boat 3, um, yeah, as soon as I heard this, I knew it was going to be a bad album when I heard Earl on the beat, and then just, like, fucking going, like... As always, Lil Yachty's lyricism doesn't make any fucking sense. And cold like Minnesota. Because <laughs> Minnesota's cold and he lived there. That makes sense. Sprite soda makes sense. It's just spicy water. Get over it. That's, that's Perrier. Perrier. <laughs> please sponsor us, Perrier, please. <laughs> but... Yeah, the effect that, like, the auto-tuning of his voice, you know, I love auto-tune a lot when it's used correctly. Like, if you look at uh, T-Pain, my favorite example, you know, uh, he's one of my favorite R&B performers. And if you look at even Kanye, I, I always fucking mention Kanye, but, yeah, like... Good morning, Kanye. Shut the fuck up. But... You know, you get the point. Like, autotune, when used correctly, it can really help the uh, artist kind of mold into the song more as an instrument than just a personality. But with Little Yachty, it's almost like training wheels on a on a, on a a bicycle. You know, uh, when they're on, you know, sure, it's okay. Um, you know, you still ride, you still rap, you're still going. You gotta take them off after a while. You gotta take them off after a while because... God shit, I am fucking tired of it. Um, you know, uh, every guest adds more to the album than Yachty is always. I always think of Yachty as the weakest link, no matter what he's included in. Uh, if you look at Broccoli by Dram a couple years back, he ruined his own verse. Just because it, it didn't add anything to the song, you could easily take it out, which they did later on in later remixes, and it doesn't take away anything. I mean, same thing with, well, you can't really take out him in this part, but with I Spy with Kyle. I really like the song, but Yachty's verse was just fucking horrible and abysmal to listen to, you know? Um, it's it's horrible when some of your best features include Drake and the baby. Um, you know, the baby, like I said, his guest features on a lot of songs, they work really well. His flow's excellent, you know, when he's, like, kept into less than two verses, you know, he does a very good job, and he kept, he keeps the flow very tight. Um, but with Drake, however, I don't like Drake whatsoever. I think he lost his luster after his second album, you know. Um, you know, with Drake, I just, I feel like over time, he's just becoming more and more of, like, that one old man who sits on his porch and just rambles to the kids, you know, to get off his lawn or something after a while. I'm not saying he's old, but he gives me that kind of energy level, because I feel like he's just in retirement, just putting in money so he can pay off his bills and thousand brand sponsorships, you know. But um, other than that, you know, Lil Yachty has no personality, and he has flow that is probably elementary at best, I would say. Um, you know, overall, I gave this one a uh, nice, happy 1 out of 10, because, like I said, the guest features that were there, ASAP, Tyler, and all them, great. But 
like I said, if your guest features are the best part of your album, then I I can't get into your music. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is actually the first album I've listened to in its entirety by Lil uh, Lil Yachty, and just like any like you know main big known rap artist today like Lil Uzi Vert or whatever it's just like it's generic you know there's nothing there's nothing that spectacular about it if anything it's the beats I mean that's kind of cool but like yay you know but if there's no like like you know anything good with your rapping then who cares you know I can like I'll listen to the lo-fi playlist on Spotify if I have to um God tier God tier god to your playlist dude um but yeah no like you guys said i mean the the features they're good I mean, my favorite one was of course uh td with tyler and asap like that was easily the best track i think on the whole album and uh that's really all i'm gonna say i mean there's nothing else to really say about this album it's just it's, it's lil yachty i mean I it's okay it's okay though it's okay i mean you know you didn't like ksi though huh? you didn't like ksi though yeah because it's ksi it's a little yachty. Alright. We've been friends for years. It's okay to have differing uh you know genres of music that we like. Until you're wrong. Until you're wrong. <laughs> like that in the hat. <laughs> With the movie again? <laughs> that's a goddamn movie. That's an inside joke between Tread and I. Nate. Yes. <laughs> it's a goddamn That's movie. for another oh. episode. It's furry porn. What? <laughs> Well, time to get monetized. <laughs> um, they're starting to demonetize my bad. Uh, no, yeah, like, I mean, we bust each other's balls over it because we can. I mean, you guys can bust our balls about it in the comments. We don't care. Um, but yeah, that's what we do. We bust each other's balls over music, and we introduce music as well, like Grave Digger, um, or like the band that uh, I'm going to say for my album recommendation. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that one. But now moving on to the next album here, we have The Ghost Inside. They have returned. <laughs> uh, the Ghost Inside in their uh, new album here. Uh, I think it's just their self-titled. Yeah, it's yeah, just self-titled. self-titled. Uh, this is their first album in six years after their uh, fatal bus accident in 2015, I believe it was. That was the one that had the bus... Yeah. We, we talked about that on an episode, I think. And I can't remember. We might have, yeah. Think we did. Or we talked about it just in person. Right, yeah, because, th- yeah, this is the band. They got into the accident, and, like, it was a fatal accident. Like, they, w- I know uh, one of them lost, like, an arm or a leg. I think it was the drummer, though, that did. And, like, yeah, he. No, you're talking about Def Leppard. <laughs> no, right, right. No, but, like, yeah. I and loved, For context, I love Def Leppard. I've seen him twice. No, no bad blood. But, um, yeah, so this is uh, their new album here, and I gotta say, for a returning album after, like, years with no music and all, it, it was worth it. It was well worth the wait. Uh, it's They're picking right back up where they left off with uh, their last album, uh, which was Dear Youth, which, honestly, I heard yesterday, actually, too, just to, like, you know, prepare for this new album, and I gotta say, that's probably their best album, Didn't in my opinion. What's up? Didn't this come out today? Th- this new one did, yeah. Yeah, 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 so... Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like, literally, like, Still Alive. I mean, this whole album was, like, yeah, Still Alive, uh, the main single, Aftermath, 
a uh, couple other ones here too. It's all like about like you could tell it's like you know their struggles through like you know recovering and everything after this like accident. And I gotta say like, and like I like I said, despite like the um this being like a while since their last album, this was like probably one of the best comebacks at least this year. Like this year alone, one of the best comeback albums I've heard in general probably in a while. And I gotta give the boys credit. They're back and doing what they do best, you know? Doing the hardcore metalcore stuff. We love it. So, yeah, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I thought it was a solid album, and yeah, I'd say to check it out. Sebastian? Um, I really... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, like, I only... If I reference the mix, it's for usually an album I hate. It was so good, but, like, the mix, dude. <laughs> There's a few memes that we're gonna have in this podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be... What is the mix? The other one's Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few other ones. Fucking Halsey. But, yeah, let me just say, uh, first off, I wish this album was longer. Um, I feel like it was kind of cut short while it was sprinting, you know? Like, it, it was just basically like tearing your hamstring as soon as you start running, you know? It starts off really good, but then that last bit's like, oh, it ended. Okay. And yeah. That was a really bad analogy. What? Because that sounded like you thought the end of the album sucked. No, 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 it, it didn't, but. <laughs> I was going to the part where it was cut short. Goes on, oh, that was like. That hits home, dude. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, The screaming was. No, he said the beat goes on. Oh, I'm just oh. going Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> and one oh, thing I like, man, this album, the bitch don't slow down, man. Like, it maintains its velocity. It's just going going and going you know the screams just delightful i fucking love the uh more just heavy kind of tones that they offer with the screaming in this you know i don't really have much to say other than that um you know i wish i could give more of a thorough one but eight out of ten for this one too this isn't that bad of a week we only have one that's below a five for once yeah for you that's true for you yeah um i liked it Alright, thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> um, no, I, um, the, the one song that sticks out to me, the last song, Aftermath, the breakdown in that song is so good. And that's where I, the album ended, and I then went into another album, the next album that we're talking about. Because uh, I, like I said, I said this before, I put them in my playlist. Um, it's like, like today when I had to drive for four hours. Um, they, it can just run, and I don't have to text while drive because it's bad. Or check my phone when I drive because it's bad. Safety. Um, yeah, safety first. Not in this household. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but no, yeah, the that the last song that breakdown was that had caught me off guard, but I liked it. It was really good. Um, the rest of the album, like you said, it didn't slow down. Was it was just, it just kept going. Keep it gets the people go. <laughs> um, there were a lot of rap references today. <laughs> uh, no, I um, I really liked it. It was really good. Uh, I appreciate you showing us, Nate. Of course. Of course. Um, usually the ones that I show people, everyone hates. So. No, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, Nate hates them. Like Warbringer. Nate was like, ah. <laughs> it's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, Warbringer. Warbringer was the better one that you showed us, though. No, no, no. It was Body Count. Body Count. Body was Count. The best one that you showed yeah. us. That was the best one. You gotta love Vice T, man. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I, nothing bad about this album. I, uh, I will definitely go back, listen to more, um, cause it, it was good. Your youth, dude. Yeah. Your youth. All right. Um, I'm just gonna take it away cause you had it pulled up. Yeah, the next album we're talking about. The last album. The last album. Uh, 
is it came out so, no it had an early release mm-hmm. it was it was, it was supposed it. to come out today but it had an early release it is uh run the jewels rtj4 now we're i'm going to let sebastian go last <laughs> so <laughs> i just <laughs> literally so he has more time. So he has more time to. Th- I know that before this, I told you I was gonna let you go first. Now I have the mic. I'm gone, because uh, I had probably the the worst opinion of this album. Uh, now Sebastian showed me on the jewels years ago, probably when we were in eighth grade, ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I showed you RTJ. I think I showed you the original. Yeah, you showed me the original. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, it's pretty good. It's a good mix of like heavy beats. That are like, they do remind me of a little bit of a metal tone beat. Yeah. Um, but it still has that rap, you know, bass to it. And Run the Jewels, they're not bad. Not bad at all. Definitely a great band. Um, it's just, I, I wanted more out of this album. And I was, I was kind of left short of that. Um, there's some really good songs, though. Really good songs. What was the... No, you, you, you have it up. I have my favorites. Oh, that's your favorites. Yeah. Get out of here. I can get the album. I have the album. It was fine. Uh, Yankee and the Brave, the intro. Good intro to the album. Uh, holy come, c- holy, ca- ca- <laughs> holy calum a fuck. There it is. Uh, holy calum a fuck. That was a good song. Um, pulling the pin. Ooh, that one. I that was like my heart's a grenade. I was like, bro, I feel that. Right, it hits me. Really hits me where I live. You know. Um, no, the album in a, in a whole, I'd probably give it like, I'd probably give it a seven. Okay. Probably. It's, I wasn't going below like five. No, I, I no, didn't it's like run. It, it. I know I didn't hate it. It's just, I, I wanted more out of it. Probably like seven, seven and a half. Right. Um, cause I get the appreciation for run the jewels from you. Um, I get, and yeah, it's good. And like my, my, my rap roots that I don't have that I'm creating myself, uh, because none of my family likes rap, except for except for my brother. I kind of get that though. Yeah, my, my yeah. family really does play either. Like my, maybe my mom's a little bit, but I'm yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Well, my 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 brother only liked rap uh, when he joined the Marine Corps, because everybody in the in the Corps listened to rap. Yeah. That's what he stuck listening to. So yeah, Nate. So uh, this is like the second or third album I've heard from them in its entirety. I forget which one I haven't listened to. It might have been RTJ two, maybe. Might be their second one. I don't remember. But so like, with, like the brown, like background. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. What's the exactly. one with the black background? Uh, that one is uh RTJ two. two. Or, or no, the, that one's RTJ one. Yeah, when it's just like yeah. it's not like three D, but it's two D. Yeah, So this one, um, at first, at first for me, it was like it had a little bit of a slow start. Like I wasn't really getting into it at all, and it wasn't until like I think it was like, uh, I think it was Holy Calamafuck and Goonies versus ET, where I was like, oh okay, here we go, here we go. But the best track is Just with uh, Pharrell Williams and Zach De La Rocha. Mm. Oh, I forgot to mention that Dude. one. Dude. That was banging. That's awesome. I love me some Zach. And at, at that point, and, like, beyond that, the album was just, like, it was it was amazing. Like, every song after that was awesome. Like, I had no complaints at all after that, but... I also forgot to mention the flow of this album is god tier. It is. It flows so well, and uh, the mix is great. So before you say anything about this... <laughs> <laughs> Smash it with the mix. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, like I really liked it. It was it was an enjoyable album. Um, I'm glad it did pick up after uh, you know having a little bit of a slow start. But yeah, I mean, I'm not like the biggest fan of RTJ, but like I mean, their music is still good and I can appreciate it a lot. I mean, my favorite song is still gonna be Legend Has It because I mean that bass drop like towards the end and everything. Oh yeah, dude, that's like that's mosh pit worthy right there. Like. Oh, man, it's awesome. So, yeah, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Solid album. Sebastian, take us away. So, overall, this is my not only favorite album this week, but definitely my favorite album of the whole year. Um, I'm even saying that over Dance Gavin Dance and Dua Lipa and even uh, The Weeknd along with Childish. We had some great albums this year, but this one by far just hits me the most in the amazing department. I gave this one 11 out of 10, which I only give to albums that will for sure make the top five. Not even just the top 10, but the top five. So this one, the flow from Killer Mike was impeccable as always. The man, he can just dance circles around his lyricism. And not to mention the very topical lyrics that just came about and were basically already made to the circumstances and the uh, trials and tribulations that we're going through as a society right now. You know, um, (laughs) I mean, uh, politically speaking, Killer Mike is an activist and he does do a lot for... Uh, you know, the BLM community and whatnot, along with Zach Della Rocha, so that's why those two always, you know, tend to work together, like, for the, uh, what you call tour with uh, Rage Against the Machine, they did, they were gonna be the people opening for them before the tour obviously got cancelled. Postponed. But, or postponed, yes. Sorry, my bad. Um, And not to mention, LP is still just phenomenal too, with his just rapid fire freaking flow um just god it's just it's insurmountable it's it's truly some of the best rapping i've ever heard and i i think they just get better and better through each album you know um i i I like to say that every incarnation of them from rtj2 to like all the way back rtj1 like it's all like it just gets consistently better and uh, with that being said, man, like these guys, they're, they're like, they're getting up there in popularity finally. And I'm finally happy to see them doing so. And not to mention, they're just being admired solely just for their, you know, just for their, uh, off kilter beats and their very unorthodox, uh, lyrical style. Because a lot of times they do just throw random stuff in there. Like, you know, a lot of new age rappers would. But they also come back with all the political and even some, like, very in-my-feels kind of lyrics as well. Um, You know, the uh, beats and the instrumentals just, they smack just right, you know. And that's that's one thing I've always liked about Run the Jewels. I can't really say I don't like any songs of theirs. Um, Like I said, they're one of the only groups that I physically sought after each album on vinyl. And I will pay top dollar for literally all their albums if I could. Like, I, I've always wanted to see them in concert, had a chance to see them twice this year. Sadly, can't see them either mm-hmm. times. But, um, yeah, like I said, I I really love everything that they do, and I appreciate just how much more notoriety they are getting within the rap community as well. But, yeah, okay. that's, that's all. Sorry, that's uh, all. I didn't want to go too long. <laughs> 
But, uh, alright, so that concludes our album reviews. Uh, before we get going, though, as usual, we got some album recommendations. But I'm going to let Trent start us off with this one because I know he's got one. He's got he's got a big boy for us today, Trent. Give it, take it away here. I really wanted to go last. You want to go last? I can let you go last. Go. Uh, it's, the, it's the finale. It's you know? the finale. No, yeah, you're good. You're good. But uh, I'll, I'll start us off then. Um, the only one I can think of at the moment is uh, Childish Campino's Camp, you know? Which is easily probably, like, the best album by Childish Gambino. I mean, as much as I loved the new one this year, the new one is my second favorite album, though. I will admit, it is better than Because the Internet for me, which is, like, maybe a little controversial statement, but, like, I... I right, right. It's a, and it's a good album. I love Because the Internet, but... What's the other one? Uh, uh, Awaken My Love. Kawhi. is good, too, but that's, like, an EP. Awaken, yeah. Awaken My Love. Actually, I just bought that one on vinyl not too long ago. Yeah, it's everywhere and, on vinyl. And yesterday I bought Lateralis, the picture disc. Yeah, I saw that, that, that was cool. That's that was cool. It's so nice. I don't like picture disc as a whole, but that's a nice album to have. Right. But, uh, yeah, Camp, Childish Gambino, easily some of my favorite stuff from him, and I think it's easily his best stuff too, especially when you, Sebastian, you showed me that power. Yes. Dude, that, like, spoken word, the story thing he had at the end is, like, Oh, it's something else. I love it. I it's, love it. Yeah, it's really and just like dope. the whole like uh, how like the tempo just like you know gets a little faster each time too. Yeah, uh, that's it's so cool. I keep forgetting that Camp was his debut. Yeah, <laughs> like he had like an EP I think or like some kind of mixtape before, but like that's his first full length album. So, yeah, Camp, Charles Gambino, check it out, Sebastian. Sorry, I didn't mean to be on my phone that whole entire spiel. Um, I was looking for an album to recommend because I wanted to do some. I wanted to do a genre I'd never have recommended yet. So I'm going in the realms of punk today with some uh, old '90s punk with MXPX, uh, their album from 1995, "Life in General." Uh, Mike Herrera is honestly one of my favorite punk vocalists. Of course, punk vocalists—they—they're not like amazing vocalists by any means. You know, they don't have any like crazy like range or vibrato or anything like that. They're just very stripped down and formulaic. But that's that's what I like about old skater punk. You know, you just you go through it and you listen to it because it's fun. It makes you just feel young and just youthful as well so some of the songs i really like a lot from there i love chick magnet one of the first bass lines i've ever learned actually um you didn't even tell me that but i didn't even know that was the first one that were one of the first i mean not like the first yeah, well, I yeah the first for me was long view oh that was oh my first one was fade to black second was long view because vince taught it to me. yeah vince taught long view to me too <laughs> so we should have him on here. We should, honestly. He'd be fun, to, be have. fun to have. But um, another song on there, too. Uh, the I like the acoustic version more, but doing time. Um, of course, very, very simple lyrics. You know, it's just a reminiscent song. Uh, just a reminiscent song about your about your youth and going through high school. And now you're just... you're going just high school? Yeah. No, I know. But, yeah, going through that one and even... Um, trying to remember what was the last one. Oh yeah my favorite one off of this album though is do your feet hurt um i i just it's just it's my favorite kind of sappy punk love song and i can just imagine my career back in the day like like having his like, guitar out and singing this outside of someone's window and just like trying to serenade them like i don't know it just right. it gives me that kind of feel for it and i i really like this one heavily recommend it and so that's mxpx for you are you are you, are you really you're always do it. doing it. He's gonna, He's gonna, gonna do, it. do it. This is the finale. Um, Slowly. I'm gonna have. So this is uh, 
I wasn't going to do this today, but we talked about it before the podcast, so I thought I had to. Um, <laughs> I'll give an actual album. Yeah, not, well, this is an actual album. This isn't it, yeah. Um, I'll give, like, what I, I'll, I'll, I'll give a better album. This isn't, this is more for the joke of it. I'm taking my glasses off for this one. Uh, <clears throat> this is Gore 2.0 by uh, the longest band name in history. I'm going to take my glasses off, close my eyes, so you know that I, I memorize He's this, not right? reading anything. Not reading anything. Uh, it's Gore 2.0 by acidic vaginal liquid explosion generated by mass amounts of filthy fecal fissing and sadistic septic syphilic sodomy inside the infected maggot infested womb of a molested nun <clears throat> who's dying under the roof of a burning church while a priest watches and ejaculates in immense perverse pleasure over his first fresh fetus. Metal. And he's, I don't know how, but you've memorized this whole thing. It's like, like two <laughs> I'm like, wow, wow. But uh, yeah, that's it's that's it's, an album. That's an that's okay, a band. It's an okay album. My actual, uh, yeah, actually, it's not bad. Like if you like, just kind of like, it's like deathcore, like, I guess, it, in a way. It's like death, it's like death, death metal, and deathcore, grindcore, yeah. yeah, memecore is what meme they core. That's what they call themselves. Um, and their merch is pretty sick, though. Give them that. Oh yeah. Um, trying to fit all those letters onto one T-shirt. Well, no, they fit the uh, the. Uh, Jared Dines did a thing on it. It's funny. Um, no, my actual recommendation is uh, uh, by the band Goblin Cock. Uh, it is Necronama Donkey Comic Con. Great album. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's more of like a. It's more. It's more. It's grunge more. Yeah. It's kind of grunge. I thought it was gonna be like a Guar sound when I. Yeah, that's that's them. what I thought as well. Ba- oh, uh, based on that, I thought it was gonna be like another like thing like that, like no, the metal thing. It's 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 like punk, it's like kind of punky grunge. Uh, it's, that's interesting. It's in like Drop D or something, but huh. it's it's. It's a it's a nice album to kind of just like, chill out. like uh, your watch or your watch. Um, there's one of the better songs off there. Um, let me pull it up actually because there's a. I, it even looks like it's gonna be like a metal album, but it's def it's uh, it's definitely not. You know, there we go. Goblin Cock. Nobody knows who they are by the way. They keep their faces hidden. Their identities are hidden. That's what they look like. Interesting. Um, yeah, Necronomicon. And they're grunge. Yeah, they're grunge. Oh, they wait. Hold on. They came out with a new album in 2019. I didn't even know it. I'm sad. <laughs> yep, there it is. Like, but just by that album cover. Yeah, really. Montrosters. It looks like a death package, metal album. Youth pastoral. Uh, the Undier, the Doris. World. World is moving is a good one. Um, but no, go check that out. It's um, I'm gonna have to go check out that 2019 album because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. Uh, if you like, uh, like you know, you're you're punky. You know, there's a little bit of chugging, but it's like punk chugging. Can't go wrong with and, it. But it, it, he's, the guy's got a nice voice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It's not bad. It's not. It's nothing like Meshuggah or you know, acidic. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't have to say that again. Yeah. Uh, it, us as a friend group, we call them Forty Four. It makes it easier. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, Trent, Sebastian, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me in my basement. Yes, <laughs> we love your basement, dude. It's great. But, uh, yeah, and thank you guys for listening in and watching. And this has been the Music Corner Rift 808s, and we're signing off. <laughs>